Hello, everyone. Welcome to Peter Peer Real Estate Show. I'm your host, William Morales. And on today's show, I have Dennis Kelly, who is the CEO of Postalistics. Dennis, how are you? Thank you so much for being on Peter Peer Real Estate Show. How are you, how, uh, how's it going? Very well. Thank you, William. Excited to be here and happy to speak with your audience. Well, listen, I, it's my pleasure. So, Dennis, tell us a little bit about yourself. Um, did you know early on that you always wanted to be an entrepreneur? Was this something that fell into your lap? Or by the age of five, you were going to be the next Warren Buffett? <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, I, um, I, I grew up uh, in, a, in a very rural area on a farm. And, uh, you know, we all did a lot of work all the time uh, as, a, as a young kid. And uh, my parents encouraged me to knock on doors and, you know, ask people if I could mow their lawns and wash their cars and, you know, this type of thing. So I, I was kind of out there hustling as a young guy at the uh, behest of my parents. And, and uh, you know, it was really the only way I could get any money in my pocket. So it was, uh, <laughs> it all made sense to me. So, yeah. <laughs> uh, you know, and, and I think that, um, it was always in the back of my mind. Uh, when I got out of college, I went to work for a very large corporation for a couple of years. And, you know, I, I felt like I got great training at that corporation and, and met some wonderful people and uh, got a great basis for moving out of the business world. But uh, I, I really felt like I needed to take a little bit more control of my own destiny and, you know, um, if I, if I win, it's because I worked really hard. If I fail, it's my fault and nobody else's. And, uh, and I, I think that that's what attracted me to become an entrepreneur. Did you, um, get the support early on that you needed? Now you, you, you had the, your parents say, Hey, go for, you know, what you know, what you feel, how about your friends and all that? Or they, Hey, you should stay nine to five. You're crazy to start your own business? Uh, how was that support early on? Yeah, no, great question. And, and, and really, the, the first startup that I jumped into was with a buddy of mine from college. Right. And uh, so he and his brother were starting up this um, uh, company uh, in uh, back in the late 1980s, and uh, they needed a salesperson. I was being trained in sales, and uh, I wanted to get into the technology world uh and and so this was a a, a pretty clear path for me and uh, so it was really a, a result of a, a close friend encouraging me and and uh, you know uh, uh we ended up working together and, and building a great business no that's great see i i think that the, the key is just having that um i mean listen we have to rely on ourselves regardless like you said you know you have your career or your business you know, you can't fault anyone else because like you said, it's on you. Um, so we're going to be talking about direct mail. It's so important, like for business. Uh, and it's funny, uh, Dennis, I always heard about direct mail years and years ago. When I started learning about real estate, it was so important about direct mail. But in your opinion, what's the one thing that we, we get uh, wrong about direct mail marketing? If, if that's, if my question made any, uh, any sense. Sure, sure. No, I think uh, there, there are some common um, misperceptions, I guess, uh, about direct mail. And yeah. I, I'd say, you know, most, most common is that uh, nobody pays attention to the mail. And, uh, and, and, and so 
while that may be true for some people, uh, the, the data and the research uh, tells us otherwise. Mm-hmm. And, and so uh, there, there's a lot of statistical uh, information out there about the effectiveness of direct mail. And you know, just a few uh, tidbits, um, uh, in, in all marketing channels that influence buying decisions, uh, direct mail is ranked uh, number three wow. uh, after uh, word of mouth and uh, what, what's known as social proof. Okay. Uh, and, and so, and if you think about it from a trust perspective, you know, you're getting something that you can touch, you can hold, you're in control of this thing. Right. Nobody, nobody's tracking you. There's no like big brother thing going on. And, and you know, you can, you can take that, you can evaluate what's printed on that piece of paper. You can go look at the website, you know, you're in charge. And, right. and often I think that, you know, the least trusted channel uh, for, for people to purchase something is a digital ad. Right. And, and, you know, if you think of all the things that are going on in the background of that digital ad, right, with all the tracking mm-hmm. and, and, you know, we've all experienced, you know, having, you know, the, the sort of big brother following us around and, and there's all this concern about privacy, legislation coming down, you know, that, you know, the trust that you can, that you engender by giving somebody a piece of printed material and let them make a decision as to what to do with it. Um, you know, makes a lot of sense. And so, uh, so, you know, direct mail is uh, uh, not only uh, effective, meaning you are are able to use direct mail, generate leads, generate sales. And, and, uh, but it's now uh, with tools like Postalytics that that we're building out, you're able to uh, deploy direct mail in a much more modern, efficient software-based way. Um, so you're no longer, you know, licking envelopes, putting on stamps, doing, you know, mail merge. You're, God, that's the hardest that. thing. I agree. That's so uh, time consuming. And you like, I mean, you know this, Dennis, you say to yourself, is this worth it? I got to send out uh, whether it's a hundred mailers or 200, whatever. Oh my God. Yeah. You just hit it right on the head. Yeah. Yeah. So what, you know, what we're doing is we're, we're, we're making, um, high speed, high um, uh, personalization capabilities, uh, all the things that very sophisticated direct mailers at really big companies do. Right. Uh, we're giving folks the ability to do with very, very low volumes. You can send one piece of mail, you can send 10, you can send 100. You don't have to worry about you know, meeting printer minimums, you don't have to worry about, you know, postage minimums and all this stuff that oh, that's you great. do. So, you know, the, the way that we've built the software, it's really very similar to email marketing, right? right? Where you log in, you create an account, you develop your creative, you decide where to, who you're going to send it to, you press send and it goes, right? right. And, and you're not worried about, you know, what email server is handling it, it's all taken care of in the background. And that's really what Postalytics does. It kind of takes the complexity and the kind of difficult workflows associated with direct mail the old fashioned way 
and we remove those things. You know, I, 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 when you said that it was word of mouth, social proof, and and then uh, direct mail as a top three, I want to be honest with you, Dennis. I would have put it down maybe lower. Uh, I would have thought email marketing would be higher. Um, and I mean, listen, as a consumer, I get, I mean, my guy, I get tons of mail uh, every week, whether it's credit card companies or AARP, but it's direct mail. I get more mail than I do emails. Uh, really? So, wow. yeah. And um, I'm so the, shocked. The average, the average person in the U.S. today gets about 120 emails per day. Wow. No, I'm not even that close. Maybe, you know, because beside my real estate uh, stuff that I do, you know, I, I still have a nine to five and I get maybe 50 to 40 to 50 emails a day, give or take. But um, but when it comes to personal stuff, when I'm home, I get tons of, of mail. I mean, more so than personal emails. Wow. Um, wow. So, no, that's unusual. But if you yeah. think about how many scams are being promoted? Very I true. Mean, yeah, very true. I think how many times have you been have people tried to get you to give your Apple ID or yes. your or your social security number or you know uh, your credit card information? Yes. All these things come in on email. Yes. And so people are very wary now of clicking on anything. They don't they don't want to, you know, um, create uh, you know some sort of privacy problem or security problem for themselves. Yeah, no, good point. So how did you come up with the concept of, of uh, Postalytics? Um, when did you start the company? And what was the concept of you starting it? Uh, what did you see out there in the market of direct mail that this was something that was needed? Well, it's a great question. And, and, and really, Postalytics is what we call a pivot. Uh, mm -hmm. It's actually a, a second product uh, okay. that my, my partner and I developed. So, um, you know, I've been involved in starting up uh, uh, technology companies here in the Boston area for a long time. Okay. And uh, met a lot of great people along the way. Uh, and, and then, you know, back in 2013, I reconnected with a brilliant software architect who I've worked with in the past. Mm. And uh, it turns out he, he moved right near me. So we got together and he was showing me a little side project he was working on. And it was some software that enabled uh, direct mailers to be able to track who's responding when they go online to respond to your direct mail. Right. And, uh, you know, and, and we we're looking at it and he thought, you know what, this is 2013. Direct mail is kind of in a little downward trend overall, mm -hmm. but, you know, Marketing technology is having a huge, uh, you know, investment and, and it's starting to explode. So right. maybe there's an angle here where we can invest in something that not many people are looking at, but is still uh, in the U.S. today about a $41 billion annual business direct mail. Wow. I had no, I had no idea. Oh my God. Wow. Yeah. So, so big business, not a lot of attention from the tech world. And, and so that's kind of what led us into this. And then that first product, we were trying to sell to what we call the incumbent direct mail industry, the, the printers, right. the, the direct mail agencies, the, uh, the folks that are already doing a ton of direct mail. And 
you know, it, it didn't go great. We, we, we were selling, it was taking a long time to sell. We're, we had to do a lot of services around this to try to get them to um, adopt this first software we developed. And then while that was happening, we had some customers come to us and say, hey guys, you know what? I just invested in CRM, our marketing automation tool, and like HubSpot or Salesforce or right. you know, Zoho, one of these tools. I just want to be able to connect to my CRM and I want to be able to send mail directly from there. Can you help us out? We heard that a couple of times and we started thinking, you know what? This is actually the path mm -hmm. because there's a whole lot more businesses that are trying to adopt CRM and marketing automation tools that are going to run into the fact they want to do direct mail. And so if we make it super easy for them to do that, then we've got something. So we took a lot of the technology we built for that first product, right? bundled it into what is now Postalytics and came out in 2018 with a brand new brand and a new company name and a new product. Nice. No, congratulations on that, because I think you definitely got something here. Um, in your opinion, Dennis, now, obviously, you know, we're, we're talking educational purposes, but what's the few steps that we can do to make our marketing more effective? Because, um, and, and can I want, I want to talk about real estate a little bit later. Um, I, you know, I always hear uh, different numbers, you know, uh, you might get a sale at the eighth uh, time you hit the, you know, the, the target or the 12, you know, it's never like the first couple. It's always, you have to send out eight or 10 or 12 uh, mailers to that one particular, you know, uh, customer possible sale. Um, is, is that something you heard of or what, what can you, uh, what can you talk about in terms of that? Sure. Sure. So I think there are a couple of important concepts uh, that uh, folks in the in the uh, real estate world uh, we've seen be very successful with. Okay. And and so uh, number one is having a consistent uh, message uh, across all of your different marketing channels. Oh, okay. Right. So so if you're doing email, your email and your direct mail mm -hmm. should be saying the same thing. And the same with your digital ads. And, and so, you know, they call it, it's a concept they call message match. Okay. And so if, if I'm interacting with you as a brand um, and, and I'm seeing, you know, different messages from you with different offers and different, you know, concepts, then nothing is really sticking. And so, mm -hmm. so I think number one, having consistent messaging uh, across all your different marketing channels. And then number two is consistently sending those messages, right? right. So, so that's, that's the other part that you're referring to is how many touches does it take, right? Yeah. And, and so what, what we see is that when you combine direct mail with other channels, such as email, such as digital, it takes fewer direct mail touches in order to generate a lead, in order to generate a sale. Okay. Uh, because you've got that consistent messaging where people are maybe, you know, seeing you on Instagram and then they get a postcard, you know, that 
is reinforcing something they saw on Instagram, right? And then they, they set the postcard aside and they show it to their spouse and they're like, all right, let's get in touch with this person. And, and you know, it, it, it may be a couple of different uh, associations that are made right. in the mind of the consumer before they take some action. And so, you know, if our best customers are sending mail on a very regular basis, whether it's, you know, weekly or monthly, uh, they are uh, maintaining consistent messages and consistent offers. And, you know, they're thinking of it programmatically and not thinking of it as a one-time shot, like, oh, I'm going to do this mailing and it's going to change my world. Yeah. No, it's, it's not. It's, if you think about, I'm going to do mailing over the course of the next six months, and I'm going to be touching my audience on a weekly or every other week basis, then you're going to see a lot of results, right? And so it's, it's that consistency across messaging and delivery that is really most important. Gotcha. I, I, okay. So you definitely narrowed it down because that was always important, whether you send it out once a month, once uh, every other month. Uh, I like the fact that you can send it out every week or every other week, whatever, as long as you touch them that they'll say, Hey, you know what, maybe. And like you said, have it, uh, if you have social media, same, uh, saying the same thing, uh, I buy houses, I make a fair offer and, but just be consistent with that messaging. I think that's, that's I mean, how you build a brand. Yeah. Right? Yeah. That's, you know, Coke didn't build a brand by being all over the place. Right, right, right. You know, they, 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 they created a perception about their product mm -hmm. by consistently reinforcing the same important things over and over again. Right. So in your opinion, so we should send out mailers if, if, I mean, I guess if you're starting out with once a month work or at least twice a month, in your opinion, would that be okay? Or, uh, yes. I mean, I've, I've heard anywhere from, like you said, uh, once every other month, uh, every two weeks. And as a beginner, like for me, let's say I want to get back into real estate in terms of using direct mail. I have the list. Uh, once a month, is, is, is that uh, sufficient enough to get started? Yeah, once a month is a great start. And, um, and then, like I said, I, I, I would... Um, also, I would mix in the other channels, right? Okay. So that you, you're, um, you, you've got, let's say um, you've got a, a, the same program, the same marketing message going out across direct mail and email and digital right. um, for that month. And, and, and then, you know, the next month you've got another program. And I see. Uh, but, but, you know, the same principles, the same elements, like, why do I want to work with you? Right. right. What, what is what is it about you that and this is you where we really quickly, you know, on a postcard. Right. Uh, you don't have to tell the whole. You don't have to tell the whole story. <laughs> you just you can just tell one important thing over and over and over again in some different ways and some different words. Right. But it's the right. same principle. And that's how we, like you said, we could build our brand that way. Like uh, William Morales, he likes to buy houses this way, but say it differently, mix and match. I got it. Wow, that's an amazing tidbit right there. So, Dennis, I hear we're talking with Dennis uh, Kelly, CEO of uh, Postalytics. 
I hear different versions about um, the t um, the effect of, of direct mail. They would, I'm hearing from other real estate investors between 35 to 40 uh, mailers, you might get one lead, uh, one callback. Is that an effective um, number that you hear also uh, between 35 and 40 uh, direct mail? So let's say if I'm, you know, I, I send out 40 a week. Uh, again, I'm just throwing a number possible to get one lead after that. I don't think that's, I, I feel that's not even enough. I think I was thinking maybe a hundred or something like that. And I'll be happy to get one lead. So they, they talking 35 to 40. What's, what's your opinion on that? Yeah, I, I, I think we, you know, we see um, uh, depending upon the, the type of list, right. Very important. Yeah. Uh, the, the response rate will vary mm -hmm. if, if these are people who uh, you have had some interaction with, uh, okay, then you will have a higher response rate than if you are for the very first time touching what we call a cold audience. Right. Right. So think about it. Think about your, you know, put yourself in the position of the consumer and you, you may get this right. Um, if, if a salesperson picks up the phone and calls to try to sell you something and you don't pick up and they leave a voicemail. Yeah. Right. And then they never, you never hear from them again. Uh, you know, how likely is that salesperson to be effective? Right, 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 right. right. Zero. So, <laughs> right. Now, if you already have a relationship with that salesperson, they pick up the phone, they leave you a message you're probably more likely to call them back, right? True. Yeah. And, and so it's the same thing with direct mail. So, okay. you know, for, for a cold audience, then, you know, you might get one out of 50 uh, to, to turn up as a lead. But then the next time that you're touching them, you know, you might get two. And so you build that relationship over multiple touches, over multiple uh, uh, months and years. And so, you know, your response rate goes up. And so for a warm audience, for folks that have already been warmed up and are accustomed to your message and, you know, have had some kind of interaction, then, you know, you can be looking at 4%, 5%, sometimes higher uh, response rates, depending upon the offer and how targeted you know, your, your, um, your mailing is. So, you know, if you're trying to get people to an open house in a neighborhood, right, you're going to have, if, if you focus the mailing around, let's say that, you know, five streets around that open house, you're going to get a much higher response rate um, than if, if you've already established some you know, credibility with these folks by mailing them over and over and hitting them on different channels, right? They're more likely to uh, show up at that open house. Um, and it, you know what, when you think about it, it's just, it's marketing one-on-one, you know, right. it, it, it makes sense. So it goes back to that initial principle, right? Consistency, repeating over and over again, those things. Then when the time is right, you know, you, you've got, you've created a, a brand impression. You've created some trust in the minds of the consumer. They're more willing to react.
Okay, no, I, I, I think that's a great uh, summary of, of just trying to get uh, your message across, trying to get leads across, trying, you know, and the key word that you've been saying is just being consistent uh, with the mailers, consistent with your message, uh, using all the platforms that you have, whether it's Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, whatever you have, just being consistent with the same message, but just word it a little differently. Um, with Postalytics, uh, do you guys also provide, um, or I don't know if you do, or, or, or maybe you will down the road, a uh, uh, list for, for investors or anything like that uh, in the future? Like, what will be next for Postalytics coming up in the next three to six months? If you yeah, can, yeah, yeah, I know sure. it's hard to say because, you know, you never know what's <laughs> going to happen. <laughs> yeah, no, great question. And, and we do help uh, our customers attain lists. So ah, okay. uh, we have relationships with list uh, providers. Okay. And, and so when we work with our customers, we can connect them with list providers. They can purchase lists, load them right into Postalytics and start mailing right away. Uh, so wow. it's... It's a, it's a simple, straightforward process and, you know, just requires us to gather a little bit of information on what you're looking for. We'll match you up with a, a list uh, provider and help you get it done. Um, so, but, you know, I think what, what we see coming over the next, you know, six to 12 months are uh, a couple of things. We're going to be uh, adding more what we call formats Mm -hmm. So, so today we offer three different postcard sizes. Uh, we offer a letter format, okay. uh, and we offer uh, you can do custom envelopes also uh, for your letters. Okay. So you can do kind of plain envelopes, so you, there's no branding, or you can do uh, a more customized envelope. Um, what we're we're going to be uh, expanding to are more formats. So you could put in, uh, let's say a a little slip inside right. of an envelope in addition to the letter. Uh, you could do what's known as a self-mailer, which is like a postcard that folds together with a little bit of adhesive. So then you oh. can pop it open and, and you That's can have- That's pretty cool, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So, so we've got uh, plans to introduce more formats, right? So that marketers can, can test, right? and try different formats to see what works best for them. Right. And, and, you know, there's, there's, it, we've seen results all over the place. And so I think, you know, for any given audience, marketers need to be thinking, always, always be testing, right? right. Always think, you know, how can I, how can I improve this? What if I try this? Well, let's just run a little experiment, see what happens for a couple of months, right? Trying different formats, different headlines, different calls to action, that type of thing. And um, so, so that's that concept of lots of different formats and the ability to easily test different things. That's kind of the direction we're taking the software. Wow, so that'd be great because then, then an investor or uh, someone that's sending out direct mail, whether uh, they're using postcards or letters or you know, uh, uh, different size envelopes, you could see um, how it's, uh, whether, what's the word I'm looking for? Uh, what kind of return they might get if that, if, if I made sense at all, because at least, you, like I said, you're testing it out. You're doing like A, B, and C testing. I think that's a, a, a great idea. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we're really excited about that. And, you know, we got a lot of software still to build. 
Right. Uh, you know, products growing, the company's growing quickly, we're adding people. So it's a, it's a fun time to be here. Yeah, no, I can, I can definitely, uh, I can definitely tell. So first of all, Dennis, thank you so much for being on pay to pay real estate show. I, I really appreciate it. Um, the, the great mess of a white letter or a yellow letter. <laughs> I always hear through other investors, send the yellow letter. It's more likely to be opened. Second thing I hear, uh, do handwriting. To me, any type of letter I get, I don't care if it's handwritten or typed, I'm gonna open it regardless. Um, what's that, is this a myth that people just say it to just to, uh, you know, to get you to go that direction? What's, what, what can you talk about? If you could tell us, what do you think about that? Yellow letter, white yeah. letter, uh, handwritten uh, versus typed. Yeah, I, I, I think that um, that all of those things had some truth at some point. Okay. Right. And so when, you know, like a lot of things in marketing, when you are the first to try something new, okay. you might get great results. Right. Um, and I, so I think that idea of uh, like the yellow letter, um, you know, it, 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 there was a point in time where that was really different and new and kind of exciting. And so people were, uh, you know, caught off guard by it and, and maybe responded to it. I, I think today, most consumers are pretty jaded and they don't really care, right? They, they want, it's the bottom line. What, what are you offering? Right. right. What can you do for me? Right. <laughs> What's in it for and me? How does it apply to my life? <laughs> yeah. Right. And so I don't really care if it looks like you hand wrote this. Um, you know, it, it's we haven't seen we offer uh, handwritten fonts. Right. So you okay. can do a postcard with a handwritten font. Um, and, you know, we, we've not ever heard from a customer that one thing is more effective than another. Okay. Uh, and so, you know, I, I think those are all distractions from the most important things, right? Right. The most important thing is get your audience right. Get the right people. Get the right offer yes. to those people and get them that offer consistently over and over again, right? And, you know, that's what's important. It's marketing fundamentals it's not you know the latest greatest thing you know there's no there's no silver bullets there's no magic you know just because you change the color of a letter it doesn't matter no yeah no i'm i'm with you on that i think when i do send out letters i i send it out tight you know i just type it myself or my partner does and that's it i don't we don't do anything fancy and i i agree with you i think if i'm gonna get a letter i'm not gonna oh wow it's yellow let me open it What's the message? What's in it for me? What, what are you going to offer? I love that. Uh, Dennis, before I let you go, there's a couple of more things. What keeps you motivated? Because it's, I mean, I could tell from your energy that uh, you love doing this. But besides that, what else keeps you motivated? Well, you know, I, I, uh, I love the, the people that I work with. Uh, and, That's a key. <laughs> you know, when, when you, you can be fortunate and surround yourself with people who you really like working with and, yeah. and you can come together and try to solve problems and, and, you know, help the group uh, achieve it. You know, it's not about me. It's about 
the team. It's about the company and, you know, keeping that moving in the right direction. It just, it creates good energy, right? Okay. When, when folks have that type of attitude. Um, and so I think, you know, that's, that's one thing that uh, keeps me really motivated. And then, you know, I get bored easily. So <laughs> you got to keep yourself motivated. You know? I get you. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. So, <laughs> you know, I, I need to keep, I need to keep trying new things and try to build things. And, and uh, you know, so when, when a company is in a stage like this, where it's growing quickly and we're, we're trying to do a lot of different things, it's very stimulating. And so right. it keeps me from being bored. And, uh, and so that's, that's a good thing for me. No, that's great. I, 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 I'm the same way. I got to definitely keep moving, keep doing something or, or, or else, like you said, I get bored. Uh, any books you would like to recommend? If you have a book in you that you wrote, I think you should write one, especially after today's, uh, uh, I call it lesson. Um, you have at least one or two books in you. You know that, right? <laughs> oh, that's very kind. Uh, uh, maybe at some point I'll have some time to write a book, but you know, I, I, I love to read. Yeah. And, uh, you know, I like to read things that really might have not have anything to do with business, but I, I like to, I think that you can, you can apply things in your life and things in business from, uh, from a lot of different areas. And so, uh, I'm, I'm right now reading a book called the swerve. The swerve. Okay. And yeah, so it, it, it's a few years old. I think it was published back in 2013 or 2014. Okay. And, uh, and, and it's really interesting. It's about um, a period of time uh, in the Renaissance where people started getting excited about the future and about, um, you know, what could be and, and, you know, started to stimulate the um, interest in science and in exploration and everything. And, and, you know, they, it's actually traced back to a, a Roman uh, and, and a, a guy named Lucretius mm -hmm. who had written a bunch of texts that, you know, kind of predicted a lot of the things in the world. Oh, and, wow. okay. and so these people in the, in the Renaissance, early Renaissance discovered this guy and they start, it, it got them thinking like, wow, you know, we don't need to think like, you know, we've thought for the last 500 years, we can try to think differently and, and, and not just accept everything that's been handed to us, you know, from the church and from culture and society and everything. So, you know, it was, I think one of the triggers that kind of got the Renaissance going. And um, so I find that type of thing very interesting because, you know, you can see if you're trying to think entrepreneurially, yeah, you need to be able to think out of the box. You need to be able to think differently, and so you know, studying examples of that can be really helpful. All right, this swerve. I'll definitely put that in the show notes. And if somebody want to get in contact with you, uh, what's the best way? Sure. So uh, you can always hit me on email, uh, Dennis D E N N I S at postalytics.com. P O S T A L postal and then lytics. Y T I C S. So we combine analytics with postal mail. Yeah, I love, uh, I love the name. <laughs> yeah. So Dennis at postalytics.com. Uh, LinkedIn, uh, I'm active on LinkedIn. Uh, Dennis John Kelly, uh, you can hit me up there. 
Um, you can contact Postalytics uh, right through our website at any time. And um, so, you know, we're very active, very eager to engage and get involved with folks. No, sounds good. Well, Dennis, again, thank you so much for taking time out of your, your busy schedule. And I really, really appreciate it. Well, it's been great to speak with you, William. I appreciate the opportunity to uh, connect and, and talk with your audience. And uh, uh, you have a great day. Yeah, you too. Thank you so much. Thank you. All right, bye-bye. Well, everyone, that was Dennis Kelly, and you can find him at sales at postalytics.com. That's sales at postalytics.com. Dennis, thank you so much for being on Peer-to-Peer -peer Real Estate Show. Really appreciate it. You can find me at peer-to-peerrealestate.com. That's peer, the number two, peerrealestate.com. Check out our past shows and check out our blog. Also, when you get a chance, please go to Apple Podcasts. Please subscribe. Leave a review. Tell us that we can make this show better. And before I go, guys, there's a couple of more things. Do not give up on your dreams. Fight for it. Guard it. Protect it. Don't let anyone talk you out of it. And I really believe if you keep the momentum going, good things will happen. On behalf of Peer-to-Peer -peer Real Estate, I'm William Morales. Until next time, thanks, everybody. Have a great day, and please stay safe. Bye.